0: Start by doing what's necessary, then do what's possible, and suddenly you are doing the impossible. St. Francis of Assisi. Brilliant Health starts with hormones. Getting them balanced can seem like an uphill battle riding through the woods on a bike in the rain at night while blindfolded. But today we'll cover some simple tools you can use on a daily basis to cut cravings, knock out stress, and boost your energy. You're really gonna love this one with Dr. Marisa Snyder, an expert on hormonal imbalance and essential oils. She used to deliver babies, but now she delivers exceptional wellness for women. Welcome to her brilliant health radio, where holistic women's health expert and board-certified OBGYN Dr. Kieran Dunstan, shares revolutionary insight from leading experts on what you need to know today to treat the root cause of disease, heal, and create the radiant health you've been searching for. Lean in and get ready to experience the bountiful, blissful and beautiful vitality that you deserve. If you're human, then you've got hormones helping to run your body and keep it healthy. If you're a woman, because our hormones are cyclic, meaning that they change each and every day of the month, you've got more potential for hormone problems. Why? Because in any system, the moving parts, if there are more of them, then there's more potential for trouble. In fact, I was just explaining to a private client last week why hormone imbalances are so vexing for women, and it went something like this. So, hormones are information messengers in your body. And they're kind of like the wireless internet in your house. So you've got the wireless internet, and then you've got the internet that you plug into and they take information from one place to another. Well, your hardwired internet is your central nervous system, your brain and your nerves, right? Well, your wireless internet are hormones and they're messengers and chemicals that are secreted in one area and your brain controls most of these. And then those chemicals go through the bloodstream all over the body to target organs where they ask that hormonal organ to release their hormones and then those hormones in turn are taken through the bloodstream to other organs in the body the target organs where they have their effect and all of your cells have receptors for hormones so as you can see there are a lot of places where things can go wrong with your hormonal system the brain may not signal properly and release the chemicals to tell the endocrine organs to secure secrete their hormones, or maybe the chemicals do get secreted properly, but they're interfered in the bloodstream, or maybe there's something wrong with the receptors on the cells and they can't properly read the information and so on and so on. You get the point. So it's kind of like the wireless internet in your house. I don't know about you, but my wireless internet goes out several times a day, or I'm on a video call doing a podcast interview, and it'll all of a sudden freeze. So there are lots of things that can go wrong with your wireless internet, whereas the hardwired internet pretty much always works. Same thing in your body and your hormones, that's your wireless internet. So When you have these problems and the system is constantly changing and you've got a disruption in the hormonal flow and communication system, then that can cause symptoms. So it can mean you're tired or you can't go to sleep or you've got waking, or brain fog or you've got migraines or your bowel doesn't function properly or your periods are irregular or they're heavy or painful or you've got fibroids. I mean, the list is so long. So there's also another additional dimension that can be disrupted. That's the sixth dimensional existence, our spiritual side, that forms the energetic framework for our physical physical. physical body and health where there are myriad disruptions that can occur. From things like unforgiveness, unprocessed grief, unfulfilled longings, and the wide depth and breadth of emotional trauma that we can experience as humans. And you've got a laundry list of reasons for many women to suffer with hormonal imbalance. So if these are causes that you hadn't considered, I want you to start thinking about them. So, but what hormones are we talking about here? And don't worry, we're going to get into the episode shortly. But I think that it's important that you really understand what we're talking about. Talking about knowledge is power information is power there's lots of information on the internet but there's not a lot of wisdom so if you're consuming a lot of information and usually women who are having hormonal problems or health problems do read voraciously on the internet but they don't have a lot of wisdom they don't have anyone guiding them through this information for their health personally so i like to give you as much information as possible so that hopefully you can navigate this if you're trying to do it diy that you can navigate it to the best of your ability. So which hormones do you think about when I say hormones? I bet you're thinking about estrogen and progesterone, the so-called female hormones. So by the way, men have them too, just not as much as we do. But the large majority of hormonal disruptions in women actually come from what I call the main metabolic driver hormones, and that's insulin, thyroid, cortisol, and DHEA. When you combine them with estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, these constitute what I call the big seven hormones that generally govern how your cells function and definitely are a big part of how you feel, of your weight, your energy, and whether you get sick or not, and whether you get cancer or not not. So if you're having symptoms that you think could be due to hormonal imbalance, the first thing you want to do is get these hormone levels checked by a doctor who knows what they're doing. Most doctors are not trained in this. I wasn't trained in it until about 10 years ago. So they don't know what they don't know. It's not their fault. I don't blame them. I didn't know what I didn't know till I knew it. And like Oprah says, when you know better, you do better. So I'm going to give you some very detailed instructions on what to check and why but please make sure that you have a physician trained in functional medicine evaluating these tests because as i said regular doctors like i used to be won't know how to properly evaluate the results and i've seen some disastrous consequences from women trying to get these tests done with their regular physician so We're going to get right to the episode after this. You might want to get a pen and paper to write these things down. To check insulin function, you want a fasting insulin first thing in the morning before you've had anything to eat or drink, fasting glucose, and a hemoglobin A1c level. And you need to compare them against optimal levels, not what the lab says is normal. More on this in another episode. Likewise, a comprehensive thyroid panel that includes not only a thyroid stimulating hormone, but also free and total T3 and T4, reverse T3 that can block healthy T3, and you wanna do the antibodies thyroid peroxidase antibodies, and antithyroglobulin antibodies. You'd be surprised how many women with Hashimoto's thyroiditis have antibodies long before any of the other thyroid tests register as being abnormal. I've caught quite a few women in this early stage and have been able to completely reverse their Hashimoto's because of it. Cortisol, DHEA, and sex sex hormones are all best checked in saliva, and a specialty lab can do this for you. Cortisol is the main determinant of how well your immune system functions, so you'll for sure want to get this one checked. Sex hormones change throughout a woman's life and can be a regular source of symptoms and frustration for women trying to balance them. Most doctors stick women on birth control pills to shut down their female hormone system and control symptoms, but this doesn't fix the reason why women have the hormone imbalance in the first place and can actually lead to further problems down the line because of the artificially engineered hormones in the pill. In the long run, it's really best to identify the underlying cause of the hormonal imbalance and fix the cause of it instead of putting a band-aid on it. This is just a brief overview, but stay tuned as I'll be covering these tests and issues in more detail on the podcast and on my YouTube channel in the near future. Check it out at YouTube forward slash Kieran Dunstan, MD. Now onto this week's show where naturopathic Dr. Marisa Snyder, who's passionate about essential oils and hormones, will be sharing this passion and expertise with us and showing us how to curb cravings, fight fatigue, aid stress and be brilliantly healthy using these wonderful jewels from nature. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Marisa. Dr. Marisa Snyder is a functional practitioner and the author of seven books, including the national bestseller, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, focused on balancing hormones with the power of essential oils, and the number one Amazon bestseller, The Smart Mom's Guide to Essential Oils. For the past 10 years, she has lectured at wellness centers, conferences, and corporations on hormone health, essential oils, nutrition, and detoxification. She has been featured on Dr. Oz, Fox News Health, Oprah Magazine, Mind Body Green, and many publications. Dr. Marisa is also the host of the Essentially You podcast, designed to empower women to become the CEO of their health. Welcome, Dr. Marisa. Thank you so much for having me. Lovely to have you. Anyone who loves hormones as much as I do is a friend, and I absolutely love your Essential Oils Hormone Solution book. It is chock full of information and wonderful recipes. So, I'm excited to get into the topic on how women can use these. I call them gems, they're gem tools that they can use to help to balance their hormones. But I'm wondering what led you to your passion with women's hormone health?
1: Absolutely. Well, it's like so many practitioners, I had my own hormone struggles. You know, I grew up not only kind of coming from a kind of legacy of women's hormone issues and realizing that it really wasn't a legacy of women's hormone issues. It was just a legacy of super women trying to do all the things for everybody all the time. And I grew up with that mindset. You know, I was, as a woman, I was taught in my family that we always put everyone first. You're always taking care of everybody else. And I just operated like that from as early as I could remember. And in my twenties, I just blew through life, not really focusing on myself. I thought self-care was selfish and self-indulgent. I remember I used to have a phone that I would take into to the gym and I would literally, I was in my phone, the calendar would be like my selfish gym hour. Like that's how I felt around self-care. It's very disempowering. And I remember in my mid to late twenties, I was struggling with, I had cravings. I was putting on weight, mood was struggling. My menstrual cycle was off. And I remember asking friends and family if this was normal. And even though I was a practitioner and a biochemist, but it, it wasn't being talked about. It was a little bit of a taboo topic. And everyone told me that it was it was just this was how women felt like welcome to womanhood you are going to be exhausted every day is you're going to have struggle that's just the way it is and then one day I was getting ready to go into the office to see my patients and I literally I was getting up at seven in the morning and I couldn't lift my head up off the pillow no matter what I could do, whatever. I just, it was like it was like something was just pulling me back or pushing me back into bed. And I remember being so scared and thinking, oh my gosh, like what is happening with my body? And I ultimately, I had severe chronic fatigue. And even as a practitioner, it's always recommended to not self-diagnose. But I knew it was my hormones. I knew something wasn't right. I had seen so many of my patients struggling with this. So I went to the practitioner that was recommended to me. We ran my labs. They said like hormone hot mess, on top of it, like <laughs> everything was off. But then, what she provided, her prescriptions were Xanax and birth control. And I thought, oh, this is not going to get me where I'm trying to go. And it was just that defining moment where I knew I needed to do the research. I knew that I wasn't, I was one of millions of women struggling with fatigue and an inability to go to sleep at night, cravings, everything. And I wanted to be a part of that solution and not a part of the problem. And so I just started dedicating all of my time to researching, to figuring out, like what is the
0: root of this and how do we get women to a place where they feel like themselves in their body again? Well, that's a story that I bet a lot of women listening can relate to that inability to wake up, the fatigue, the cravings, just all the symptoms that many of us suffer with at various times in our lives and going to your doctor and getting a prescription for Xanax and birth control pills, maybe also a sleeping pill and an antidepressant Antidepressant, those are very common. And so I'm so glad that you went the holistic route and really discovered the tools that could help you to heal, including essential oils. Yes. Yes. And yes. how did that come about? So that chronic fatigue, is,
1: you know, a lot of a lot of hormones in the system have got to be off to create the chronic fatigue issue. And I think of chronic fatigue as more of a mitochondrial issue. Those little powerhouses inside of every cell in your body, they just start to shut down. They start sleeping on the job, basically. I had a lot of mitochondria sleeping on the job in my body. But at that time, I had thrown off my cortisol levels so much that I had created basically a kind of a compromised immune system. And so often we'll think about, I remember in college, I would take all of my exams and then I would come home and I would just get the flu. And so at this point, because of my chronic fatigue, I had colds and flus and strep throat. And it was like this cycle of opportunistic co-infections. I was sick seven to 11 times a year. Wow. couldn't figure out how to kick this, these co-infections. And I was missing work. I was missing patients. It was just definitely impacting my life. And so I had a dear friend of mine after a good year or so of this, she was like, I am so sick and tired of you being sick and tired all the time. We got to figure out what to do with you. So she sent me these essential oils that she was like, these are going to help address the co-infections. And I was like, I'll do anything. If I got to pour them on like salt shakers, I'll do whatever it takes to get rid of these colds and flus. So she sent them to me and I started using them. It was like October of this year. I got through the entire winter without a cold and flu, and I made it all the way another three and a half years without getting sick. I literally missed out on 27 to 30 colds and flus in those years. And that was a huge wake-up call for me. As a biochemist, well before I was a practitioner, like I was really curious, like what is going on? Like how are these essential oils working? And it, and as I discovered specifically what they were doing on a cellular level to, to ward off these viral infections, I was so fascinated by what else could these oils do? Could they help women with cravings? Could they help with sleep? Could they help with, with hot flashes? Could they help with menstrual cramps? Like what could they do? And you know, what's so fascinating is the research is there. It's just a matter of putting together the research and discovering these little boosters, they can take you from zombie to superstar in like 60 seconds or less.
0: And to me, that is a win because we all deserve instant wins. Yes, we do. And I love that you stumbled upon them and that you have that biochemistry background. Can you help everybody understand why they are so powerful? Because I think a lot of people really have the misperception that they think they're just smelling something nice and then that makes them happy and they really don't get how these essential oils actually speak a language to our body that it understands and it actually has health benefits that are documented by thousands of studies. Each essential oil has its own property. So can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. And if we look at kind of a larger picture of things, we think about plants in
1: general, whether it's the blueberries and the, the kale smoothie that you had this morning, or it's the ashwagandha or rhodiola that you're taking, or if it's the dandelion tea that you're drinking for a liver reset, plants have always served our our biochemistry. They've always been designed to help support us. And before the advent of modern medicine, which has been in a lot of ways, such a big win for us, we really only had the ability to rely on plant-based medicines. And so what we're really doing, I think people forget that essential oils come from a lot of plant product, you know, and these plants are grown all over the world and they've been used for medicinal properties for many, many years. Like we know that let's say labedin in a, in lavender essential oil mm. in Europe is actually used as an anxiety remedy. It's one of the first types of remedies that we use for anxiety or for anxiousness. It's done in a little capsule. I um, mean, the reason for that is that it has chemical constituents, constituents like um, labedin and labedin has a way of literally reducing blood pressure, reducing pulse point and lowering serum cortisol levels. It actually deregulates the stress response system either by breathing it in. And then if you take it internally, it'll take a
0: little bit more time to get into the bloodstream, but the same response will happen there too. Right, I love, I saw one study where they had women inhale lavender for 10 minutes before a GYN appointment. And there was a statistically significant decrease in anxiety in the women who just smelled it for 10 minutes. And so they really are are powerful and their chemical structure um, speaks to ours. I think that they also speak on an energetic level as well. Yes and that also speaks to our hormones. So how do emotional factors affect hormone levels and weight and how are they affected by essential oils?
1: Absolutely. When we think about, you know, living in this fast-paced world, I'm going to take kind of one of the biggest, you know, I think about anxiety. I think that the core driver of anxiety is stress is fear. You know, when we're we're, we're concerned about something, we're worried about something or we're afraid we're not going to hit the deadline or whatever that may be. Even today I had I had fear bubbling up. I started feeling a little stress and I was like, "Where's is coming from? And I was like, oh, I'm afraid we're not gonna we have a, a really beautiful webinar tomorrow that we're getting ready for. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what if we what if it isn't ready in time? You know, and I was like, that's a fear. And so what I love about well, well I'll talk a little bit about the oils, but one, recognizing kind of where those emotions are coming from, but recognizing that emotions are molecules. They're really powerful molecules that can have a profound impact. So let's say it is fear. Let's say it is anxiety or it's overwhelm. You are sending signals to the limbic system, which is the kind of the more archaic part of our brain, the, the the survival part of the brain. And your your brain doesn't necessarily know the difference between running from a tiger or getting hit by a car. So it's that acute response system that we absolutely want to be able to respond to, but our bodies aren't able to differentiate between that moment and when we are just rushing around doing the things that women do every single day or that people do every single day. So when that happens, our, our body has a stress response system and that gets what I call upregulated. So it gets, it gets sent up. And we again co-elevate hormones, particularly cortisol and epinephrine. Insulin is a a hormone that gets co-elevated as well. Our thyroid hormones get co-elevated, but we have to shut down other specific areas of the body like reproduction and, and digestion. So when cortisol levels go up, we also kind of shut down the production of progesterone and estrogen that causes major hormonal imbalance inside the system. And my hormone big players to me are going to always be cortisol, thyroid, and insulin, those metabolic hormones. And again, if your body thinks we're about to run, we need all the energy we can get. So we're going to co-elevate those important metabolic hormones like insulin and thyroid, which again, can wear on the system over time, maybe leading to things like estrogen dominance, leading to things like low androgens. And so just recognize, that just us having a feeling or a sensation, whether it's from past experiences, you know, or we have a lot on our plate that day, literally sends the orchestra of of hormones into response mode or into shutdown mode. And there are major implications to that over time. You could end up at seven o'clock in the morning trying to get up, and it does and it's like as if you can't move your body because your body has completely shut down so that could happen it happened to me at the age of 30 so oh, it just you know takes a little while for us to get to that point but anytime we start to see signs or symptoms, whether it's cravings, whether it's mood swings, whether it's you know more anxious anxiousness than normal, inability to go to sleep, whether it's feeling a little bit tired in the middle of the day and you're needing coffee to get through the day, those are just some telltale signs from your hormones that something isn't right. They're having to work extra overtime or they're being shut down entirely. And that's usually when we gotta start making some moves.
0: Yes, I can totally relate to that. I remember back when I was practiced regular OB And I was up all night and I was constantly having stressful thoughts about babies coming because that's always a pending emergency. And just at three in the morning, three in the morning, you know, getting to the hospital, being there in time, making sure the baby came safely and doing surgery and hysterectomies and just holding people's life in my hands. And it was so stressful. And I remember when I read Candace Peart's molecules of emotion book and really learned how all of these emotions, that I was feeling were affecting my health. And of course, that's why I weighed 243 pounds and I had chronic fatigue and all of those things. So I think it's very important for people listening to understand that the thoughts that you think cause the emotions that you're feeling and that directly affects your health through the limbic system and through your adrenal gland and your cortisol and your fight flight system. So it's very important to get control of your thoughts and your emotions emotions in order to improve your health. So talk about some simple solutions that you have that you could share with them on what they can do if they're in, say, a stress, kind of hopeless overwhelm? How can they do a quick reset? Absolutely. So one of the things I recommend,
1: even if it's a five-minute mindfulness or meditation that you just have set up in the morning or in the evening just to clear your mind. Now, that is preventative. That is not the acute moment. But let's say on the day-to-day, you are in several acute moments. I know that the average person, particularly the average woman, goes into a state of perceived stress oftentimes unknowingly 50 plus times a day so 50 plus times a day you are sending those hormones you're sending those emotions into overdrive and and you may not even realize it and if and maybe even some of us I know this was me in my 20s is I actually would use it as fuel I didn't realize that that stress system that stress response system was not supposed to be used in the way that I was trying to use it <laughs> I was like oh what's this what's this this energy that i just got my body's panicking. Let me let me run with this, you know. And and some of us also we think that we can harness that energy when we really shouldn't be harnessing that energy. So I, I want to speak to that because it was something that I did for years. And I know a lot of us are just unconscious of it. So what if indeed you're finding yourself, you're about to walk into a important meeting or you're about to go on stage or you're just you're in LA traffic trying to get from here to there, you're late to pick your kids up and you're beginning to feel any type of signs. Maybe you're, you're feeling more quick or maybe you're a little bit more snippy snappy as my best friend says. This is the time when you want to grab an essential oil like lavender or bergamot or frankincense, Um, any any oils that really feel good to you. There's a lot of any floral oils. For me, it's jasmine. I just love jasmine. It's it's so expansive. It's the oil of self-confidence and self-love. So is bergamot. So those are great oils to grab. And just roll it on your palm. Hopefully you're not driving at the moment when this happens. Um, And then I have a technique that I know can take you from a sympathetic state. So fight or flight, danger, danger state to a parasympathetic, like everything's all good in the world state. And so what it is, it's called the power of the pause. And you were to just take an oil like this. I just, I just happen to have one in front of me. (laughs) I roll it over my palms or drop it on my palms, rub my palms together. And you're going to take a deep breath and you're gonna hold it for five seconds on the top of the inhale. And then you're gonna take a deep breath out. All the air out, and another five seconds, and hold it, one, two, three, four, five, and take it back in. Hold it again for five seconds, and then you just repeat that for about 10 breaths or more until you begin to feel all of those emotions, that stress, it will just literally melt away, like that. And what's really fascinating about this technique is not only can you switch tracks with the limbic system and tell it to relax and it's time to calm down, but also over time, you are training neuroplasticity. You're changing your neural pathways to respond to that stressor in a more relaxed state. So you're not immediately going into trigger mode when you enter into that scenario. So the next time you're running late for a meeting, you're just like, it may take a little while. It may not be the next time you're running to a meeting, but at least over time, you're to be like, you know, what? it's all good. It's all good. I'm, I'm going to get there when I get there and it's going to be just fine. You know what I'm saying? So I love that. That's been a strategy and a technique for me that I've been using for many years. And I'm always so amazed at how fast it can take me from feeling really overwhelmed, tight, stressed, and then just feeling like, you know what, all is right in the
0: world. I'm relaxed, non-resistant. I'm feeling good right now. I love that. Using the breath work with the essential oil, invoking that parasympathetic response, calming down the sympathetic nervous system, and just going into relaxation. It's so funny if you say that you used to use the fight flight response. And as you're saying that, I'm thinking, "Mm, I used to do that. And what I used to use it to do, I'm embarrassed to say, but I know there's somebody out there who can relate. So I got to say it. Yeah, I used to use it when I was really overweight and unhealthy. I was chronically constipated. And so I would use it to scare myself to poop. (laughs) Like I would literally think scary thoughts so that my sympathetic nervous system would go and up and then it would just evacuate. And that's really not healthy. So if you're listening and you're doing that, know that you're not alone and post me in social media and let me know about it because where there's one woman doing this, there's more than one. And so it's just by being honest that we help each other. And so evolving past that where your body naturally evacuates is healthier. Did you know that you can get my personal attention on your medical concerns by scheduling a consultation with me, no matter where you live in the U.S.? Yep, that's right. You'll get the answers that you need when I focus my 20-plus years of experience, board certification, and fellowship training in functional medicine directly on your health concerns and identify the root causes of why you're not well and exactly what you need to do to get well. Whether you're suffering with overweight and fatigue, brain fog, hormonal imbalance, IBS or autoimmune disease, hair loss or the big three, high blood pressure, cholesterol and diabetes, I've got answers for you. You don't have to suffer with chronic health conditions, symptoms or continuing drug treatments that don't actually fix the underlying problem. There are reasons why you're having the health challenges that you're now facing We will uncover those reasons together when we work one-on-one with a personalized approach and I'll lead you through a plan to correct them and get you feeling great in your own skin again. Use the link on my website, Kieran Dunstan MD to schedule a 15 minute complimentary phone consultation with me to discover how great your life will be when you conquer your health concerns. Visit KieranDunstonMD.com for more information. That's K-Y-R-I-N-D-U-N-S-T-O-N-M-D.com. Your brilliant health is waiting. I love the blends you have in your book. And what are some blends you've got for sugar cravings, overcoming fatigue and stress? Because those are three things that I think every woman deals with at some point in her life.
1: Absolutely. So for stress, two of those oils I love in synergy together, and they're really inexpensive and easy to get your hands on is bergamot and lavender. That combination, both oils have been scientifically proven through numerous research articles to take you from a state of stress and downright. That epinephrine and the cortisol. So, if you've got way too much coursing through the system, we're going to downregulate the stress response. Because remember, it's really happening in the brain. We got to get the brain to turn off and say, everything's good. We're cool here. So, those oils will do that. And in turn, we lower blood pressure and pulse points. You can really kind of tell how quickly that would work for you. And it's just, again, rolling it over the palms like that. I would say 10 drops of each in a little 10 mil roller like this. You can get them on Amazon and anywhere and top it off with fractionated coconut oil, roll it over your palms. And what I, I really do recommend if, if you're like myself and you were unconscious or you are unconscious about when you're feeling stressed, I have a little chime on my phone that goes off every hour or 90 minutes that reminds me to grab a little essential oil, take some deep belly breaths with my blend, and it just resets the system, whether I'm in a stress state or hopefully never in a stress state. So that's just a recommendation is just having those little breaks built into the day it takes 60 seconds to do that for winning the cupcake tortilla chips <laughs> chocolate stare down whatever what you you're heading to the cabinet or you're going to the break room what do you do right and you've been avoiding that cupcake all day i can't tell you how many times i've walked past the cupcake for hours and hours and then four o'clock in the afternoon i completely get i just lose i lose the willpower game And when we're in a state of stress, cortisol, our stress hormones hijack the prefrontal cortex. So our willpower is gone. You could say goodbye to willpower. Your body's survival mode is to store in case Armageddon is coming or you're in it right now. So grabbing a peppermint and any mint, grapefruit, lemon, wild orange, any mint, you can have the little blend made up in a roller, just like I said, again, 10 drops of each, and just have that blend with you. The key is to have it with you at all times, especially for your triggers. So if your snacky triggers are late night, girl, have that oil with you right in front of the couch. If your snack triggers are at the office, have that blend with you at the office. So just have it with you at all times so that when you find yourself going and heading towards that direction, most often it's an unmet need. You're lacking energy, you're feeling stress. you've got some emotions. It's always something else, your liver, never wanted that cupcake. Your liver is like, please don't do that to me. <laughs> it's not your body wanting it. <laughs> it's something else. It's an unmet need that you're not fulfilling. For me, it was always exhaustion. I was like, let give me a little something, something to get me through the rest of my day. But that blend is not only a, an energy booster, it's a craving, just shut down the craving buster, but it's also, it's a focus and alertness booster as well. So it's like three, you're killing three birds with one stone. So you're getting the brain function back. You got the energy back. And you didn't eat that cupcake. So that's a win-win. So you're 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 not dealing with insulin levels or liver being overburdened. It's all a win. And then the last one is my instant energy blend. And again, this can absolutely work as a craving blend, you know, it's it's interchangeable. And you just, again, it's peppermint and wild orange or peppermint and tangerine. Tangerine and wild orange are powerful neurotransmitter boosters. So they boost happy neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin. Peppermint boosts oxygen in the lungs. It sends oxygen to the brain. So you're more alert. And I've been using this blend every single day for eight years and never once Has it failed me? Because essential oils are adaptive, and your brain and your body just respond so beautifully to them. So that is my little instant energy booster. And I'll tell you what; these three blends are at my side every day because you just you know you never know when something's gonna sideswipe you. And it's just nice to have a little booster tool that is calorie free, that is inexpensive no side effects, you know, it's just a win-win and they're instant wins within a matter of seconds. So
0: you feel that instantaneous result within within a matter of moments of using it. I love those blends. I'm gonna have to try a couple of those. And I think it's very important that everyone understands that when the body has symptoms, when you have a sugar craving or you're really tired and you wanna go lay down, there's some imbalance causing that. And oftentimes with the fatigue and the craving, your body wants to come back into homeostasis and eating sugar is actually a way that it can come back into balance in the short term not in the long term short term yeah and so better to do it with something like an essential oil than do it with the sugar because that's actually going to improve your function over time and reduce your symptom immediately but improve your function whereas if you go for the sugar in the long run it's going to make you more out of balance hormonally more symptomatic hormonally and more likely to have those symptoms so so I definitely encourage you to try one of Dr. Maurice's blends or all of them or get her book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. Do you want to tell everyone about it? Because I really think it's fabulous. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So
1: when I, when I wrote the book, the big intention was for women to feel met because I had been there myself. And so the first part of the book is all about, well, what are our hormones? Like, how do they work in the system? What's going on? And, and, you know, how can we leverage beautiful aromatic constituents, nutrition, supplementation to love a on our bodies part two goes into the big heavy hitter concerns whether it's fatigue or insomnia digestive issues maybe you're dealing with some toxins or you're dealing with low libido I have 12 chapters devoted to the biggest hormonal symptoms with amazing recipes self-care rituals and one of the things I really wanted to embody in this book was a lot of ease and grace a lot of beautiful hormone loving rituals that depend on what we've got going on they can really fit into your life. You know, I have come a long way from thinking self-care was selfish and self-indulgent. I wanted to really demonstrate that in the book. And then at the end, part three, because I know for me, when I was struggling 10 or 11 years ago, there was no blueprint. There was no plan. There was a whole lot of nothing for me out there. And so when I wrote the part three of the book, I wrote it with my 10-year-old self or 30-year-old self, rather, in mind. Like, what did she need? What did she want at the time? And so it's a 14-day hormone reset jumpstart. Nutrition, self-care, all the things you could possibly imagine, making it super simple. We've had thousands upon thousands of women go through the 14-day program with amazing results. And really with the ease and grace, so many of them have continued it for more than 14 days because it felt so good to do so. So whatever you may be looking for in this book, I have a feeling you're going to find it and you can focus your
0: area into that particular part of the book. Well, thank you for giving that detailed breakdown. I definitely recommend it. I know you have a special gift for everyone. So please tell them how they can get that and where they can learn more about you. Yes. So I know that I I had spouted off a couple of recipes,
1: but you're probably, oh, you're probably doing all the things right now. You're probably either on the treadmill or you're driving somewhere, you're taking your kids somewhere. So the recipes that I was talking about and a couple of more are in this amazing craving cheat sheet that I created for you. So I address cravings, mood issues, stress, and even energy. They're my favorite go-to recipes. Super easy. And I know the link will be in there, but it's just drmarisa.com cravings. And then if you want the deeper dive, I've got a podcast on women's hormone health. It's called Essentially You. And we go into the nitty gritty on some of the biggest
0: hormone conditions out there. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. You shared a lot of wonderful information. If you could just leave everyone with the top three take action tips, because they might be a little confused on where they should go first, what they should do first, what would you recommend? Okay, the first one is say- Say yes to you. I know sometimes we
1: think that we are stuck in our place, but I tell you what, the moment you say yes to you, oh my goodness, it just opens up and expands to what's possible. That next step is just start with something simple, whether it's smelling a citrus oil in the morning, making yourself a little green smoothie, just start with something simple and something nourishing. And then last, I think this is equally as important, although is to create a little joy list of your top 10 things that you absolutely love. And if you've never done this before, you're going to love this activity. And then during the week, make sure that one, two of those things happen for you. So I have a a list of 10 things that are free and a list of 10 things that are under like $15. And every week I look at those little lists and I'm like, you know what I'm doing, I'm doing these for me this week. And so flowers are one of those things that always make my list. Yes. I'm buying tulips right now. I love tulip season. And then I get my little matcha latte on, but like hiking, like, I just want to do things that I love. And by loving me, it really shows my body that I care about it and that we are doing good things for it. So those are my three big
0: things that I want to have you take away from today. I love that. And I'll vote for the flowers. I always buy myself flowers and it's the biggest gift and it makes me happy all week long. So I definitely love that one. And the name of the podcast is Dr. Karen's Brilliant Health Revolution. What does her brilliant health mean to you? Mm, Her brilliant health. I
1: think, you know, all of us have beautiful, brilliant health. Our bodies are working for us, not against us and it's just tapping into that inner wisdom and loving our bodies and letting that brilliance shine i think that's that's exactly what what embodies brilliant health for each and every one of
0: us well thank you so much you certainly do embody her brilliant health and thank you for sharing your passion and your expertise with us today thank you Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and send it to someone who would benefit from it. If you love the show and really want to support it, please go to iTunes, write a review and subscribe. This helps other women find us so that they too can heal and enjoy brilliant health. I've got a gift for you. If you take a screenshot of your review, Post it on your social media and tag me. I'll send you a special surprise right to your inbox. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, healing and getting optimally healthy isn't magic. It's science.